in an improbable fictional universe where lives can end with every roll of the dice, an intrepid group of geeks sally forth, seeking to pass the time, drink lots of alcohol, and make fools of themselves with silly accents. I'd like to describe myself as handsome, trustworthy. Howard Murdoch, I have to admire your balls. Well, Spencer, who do I have to fuck to get a good drink around here? What can we do while there's an old woman terrified in her room? My my character's gonna get gunned down by an old lady. He's so excited because the person he shot a weapon. How we roll. In no particular order, can we all introduce our characters? We start off with Owen. Uh, I'm the Reverend John B. Royce. Um, basically, do investigations for the church and supernatural activities, potential miracles, pulling, calling out hoaxes and stuff. Uh, next, we have uh, Aaron. Hi, my character name is uh, Spencer Randall, and I my character is a PI, uh, private investigation. And then we have uh, Dave. I am Bartholomew Osmond. I'm a Romanian aristocrat with a penchant for the occult and alcohol. Uh, <laughs> that's an alcohol. Uh, that's real life too, by the looks of things. And then we have uh, uh, Curran. Um, Harold Mudd, a.k.a. Hector Mayers. Uh, basically, Hollywood actor, left Hollywood under mysterious circumstances. I have a large wardrobe, including a number of uniforms. <laughs> A gambler, Again, real risk life taker. Team, That's it. Yeah, what's, what's that pause? I have a large <clears throat> wardrobe. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> really. And, uh, this week we have uh, Ben joining us as our fifth player. Greetings. Uh, I'm Gerald Hatton, a retired soldier. Um, I was born in England and moved to America after I retired. Super. I suppose. Okay. Um, last time, the players tackled the mystery of the Corbett House. Um, they discovered uh, the previous owners staying in a, an asylum, and they investigated that and discovered the uh, history of the house was a bit more sordid and actually found a strange entity living in the basement. Uh, the final scene ended up with Spencer being possessed by this strange entity and shooting Bartholomew Ormond. Um, the shooting wasn't fatal, and four months have passed since the last game. Uh, Bartholomew Ormond, it's actually taken pretty much uh, the four months for you to recover, and you've spent most of this time being the rich chap you are in a uh, pretty swanky hospital, and you've become increasingly interested in the Corbett journals. There's a set of three journals, over 70 years old, that were written over Corbett's life as he uh, investigated the uh, rituals and experiments that led to uh, a strange dark entity known as I think there was the black man or the dark man yeah um, it's written in English but has many rituals in Latin Arabic and even some sort of ancient Aramaic and over the last few months you've been uh, sort of deciphering them and you've discovered that there seems to be two strange rituals buried within the notes the first one is uh, summoning the following dark and the second one is something called the blood shield um, it will take you time to uh, get into either of them in any detail but is there one that you'd like to uh, study more my interest is piqued by the second option Okay, the blood shield requires uh, a strange not a pentagram but some sort of uh, ritual to be drawn upon the floor 
and it describes it as protecting the receiver of the blessing of the Dark One for a day and a night. Um, it is complicated, and it will take you ten weeks to decipher it. After the ten weeks, um, you can see if you've managed to learn this spell. So I need you to do um, an intelligence roll to see if you've managed to decipher it. Did we just lose Dave? <laughs> just lost yeah, I Dave. I think so, yeah. Da, 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 da. Quick, entertain them, guys. Well, yeah, we <laughs> Dave to uh, return from contemplating this strange journal. He's literally got to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you guys like to do? So, uh, four months have passed. You get to, some time to actually study something, learn something. If you had a job, you could maybe see if you can earn some money, improve your credit rating through that. Um, let's start with uh, Harold Mudd. Is there a skill or something you wish to improve? Um, <clears throat> probably intelligence or, or library even like let's say occult based stuff okay um, something that is interesting actually is uh, all of you have spent the last few months becoming increasingly obsessed with the, the realness of the occult before it's just been maybe a fad you know you've seen everyone messing around with tarot cards and the society papers talking about seances and all kinds of rubbish and all of you have pretty much poo-pooed it and in fact Royce your job has been to disprove these these claims of um, possession and things like this yes however all of you have been sort of shaken to the ground by the fact you've seen this this real this happen really and so part of your time over the last few months has been kind of exploring the occult and what you've discovered is that what has happened to you is not an isolated affair by doing minimal research it seems that almost everywhere in America and the world has seeming reports of missing people with no explanation, sacrifices cults, magic all very kind of you know, in the in the kind of back pages of newspapers, very easy to dismiss. But when you're actually looking for it, um, you begin to think that there may be. Well, you know, there's something more to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, current a part of this research has improved your library use. So, your library use has gone up by three. Okay. Okay. Um, Aaron uh, Spencer, as a PI um, and someone who directly was involved with the Cthulhu mythos by being possessed by the, the ghost of Walter Corbett in the last game um, you are the first to receive a mythos skill so your Cthulhu mythos, mythos rank has gone up by 4 um, now this it is, a, it is kind of a knowledge thing but by interacting with this spirit you've, you've kind of learned more than just about spirits so if you do come across you know, a dark god or some magic you may have got some kind of inkling of how it works so your Cthulhu Mythos Forget is now four. Um, you are also haunted by red eyes wherever you go. Um, you keep on being kind <laughs> of mental. woken up in the night and they might you feel something staring at you, something hovering above you. You'll be walking along the street and you're looking through a window and see the corpse of Walter Colbert staring back at you. Um, you kind of wake Terming. up as well and you, you go to sleep in bed and you'll wake up maybe like in the street like a mile away and no no concept of how you got there um, so you've you've taken increasingly to drink which ha has worked to some extent <laughs> <laughs> can I set him up with your one Macario from the insane asylum last week Aaron is there something you or Spencer something you particularly want to investigate or improve I would like to improve my firearm skills to become a better shot 
Okay, do you want to try and uh, roll? We'll do it as an improvement. Do you want to try and roll over your firearms again? Uh, you've done it, so you've managed to improve your firearms by four again. Okay, we're going to go back to Dave. So, Dave, you've been exploring this strange ritual known as the uh, Blood Shield. Um, Dave, can you give me an intelligence check to see if you've managed to learn it? Um, to understand this spell, you need a hard success. Oh, very, yeah. Very nice. Get some. Okay, um, it will need uh, quite a bit of setting up. Um, you need various chemicals, uh, quite a long chant, and whoever's going to receive the blessing has to stand in the middle of the strange occult design on the floor and they will receive the, the, the boon for a day and a night. The more magic points you sacrifice, uh, the more the stronger the boon will be. For people who don't know what a boon is, a, bo- a boon is a bo- booster buff, um, for anyone who doesn't have a clue what he's talking about. Uh, you've also, uh, by reading the book, you've increased your Cthulhu Mythos by three, and by understanding the spell, you've increased it by four. So your Cthulhu Mythos uh, skill is now at seven. Uh, let's move on. So... Finishing with the Reverend John B. Royce, what have you been doing for the last four months? So I've been, um, I, I have a relatively low occult skill of 25, or sorry, 30, because I didn't really believe in my work, investigating stuff, and now I have a newfound kind of belief in it. I'm going to go re go over all my notes and kind of see if I've missed anything that I dismissed as just absolute nonsense, and see if I can improve my occult skill. Okay, do you want to try and roll above it with a D100? I get a 61 versus 30. Very nice. Okay, your occult skill has increased by 3, so your occult skill is up to 33. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going to start the, start the game. So it's, as I said, four months have passed. We were at the beginning of January, so obviously now we're in kind of the beginning of April. The harsh winter has subsided, and uh, it's now turning into a very pleasant spring in 1922 in Boston. Uh, it starts one dark evening... And Spencer Randall is sitting at his desk in his office. Um, his secretary has left a number of weeks ago due to his heavy drinking and morose mood. And he's now sitting with a bottle of cheap hooch, um, just thinking about where what he's going to do next with his life. And I've got a bit of a theme tune for you. <laughs> You're beautiful. Never <laughs> <laughs> sing away. <laughs> Okay, um, you uh, you hear a knock at your door, uh, which was not actually closed, and uh, a woman dressed in a long coat uh, with a sort of a red red dress poking out from underneath steps into the room. She looks across at you and goes, "A friend of mine gave you your give me your name as a recommendation. I hear you might be uh, the man for the job I need." So, I uh, always long try. Red, uh, particularly st- striking. Maybe not beautiful, but striking. Love the sexy voice, Joe. Rocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, yeah, what's happening? My name's uh, Randall P.I. I run the uh, private investigations here. How can I help you, ma'am? I'm um, Spencer. I've uh, I've heard that I forgot what the voice was. Now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I've come from Salem. Uh, my flatmate, uh, she was she was found dead in a graveyard. The police, they've, they've dismissed it. Everyone's dismissed it. I've gone to a number of PIs and they've just thrown me out. They think I'm just some dumb broad. And then I found can, your name. Can you tell me more about the lady? As I said, she was my flatmate. She is a 
Does this mean you're gonna help me? I might. I'll definitely consider it. I just need to know a little bit more about the case and maybe why these other PIs haven't haven't helped you. Okay, she uh, she strolls across the room and picks up your uh, half-filled glass of uh, cheap bourbon off the table and takes a sip. Well, it happened uh, about a week ago in uh, Fairfax Cemetery. Probably haven't heard of it, it's in Salem, but it's the uh, disused cemetery up on the hill. She was found in the morning by, believe it or not, passing milkman of all things. He said he saw some strange blue light, which is... What makes me think this is a bit, a bit more strange than what everyone else is believing. I stand up from my desk, walk over to the corner of the room where my drinks cabinet stands, and pour myself a fresh new glass of whiskey. Take a deep sip down and turn to her and look at her confused. As, uh, so, as you stood up, she actually noticed that she flinches. Um, well, my friend, her name was Amy, Amy Hanover. She was a reporter. Just a small magazine in Boston, reported on the occult and other such rubbish. The occult, you say? What was she investigating? Well, I don't know. Um, this is why I've come to you, really. Um, the coroner said it was a heart attack, no violence, nothing was found on her body. Please say you'll help me. No one else will. I think about it think about the words and what she just said to me. Well, take my card, visit me in Salem. And she turns around and says, Spencer, you're the only man that could do this job for me. And walks out the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I go back over to my desk, sit down and look at the card. Put my feet up on the desk and finish off the glass that I have. Thinking about the case, thinking about her words, the occult. The occult is something I've definitely experienced. I wasn't much of a believer before, but now. The things I've seen, the things that, that's happened, especially in the recent events, it's something I probably will look into. Okay, we're going to um, flick to the next day. <coughs> um, uh, Royce, uh, Harold and Bartholomew, you've received a telegram from Spencer saying that could you meet him uh, at... Uh, the house where you first met uh, it's where he's staying Duncan, with Harold, Smith. Duncan Smith's house um, at lunchtime on the current day he's uh, got a job for you all ok I grab my stuff and go I guess <laughs> ok um, I'm going to flick over to Bartholomew Ormond um, you yes. have been doing some investigation of your own uh, since leaving hospital and uh, since successfully um, researching and um, getting the spell to work, um, you've decided to do a bit of research into um, the occult itself. And you discovered again and again the name that comes up is someone called Jackson Elias. Now he is a, an extremely famous investigator, world renowned, and he specialises in cults. Now, uh, unfortunately for you, he specialises in disproving cults. And basically his uh, stance is that they use intimidation, tricks, uh, kind of any uh, subterfuge to make people believe in magic. Um, you obviously have discovered that this is uh, many cults, maybe more than that. But um, 
he is the world-renowned expert. You managed to contact him, but unfortunately he's currently in Paris. But he says he does have a friend who may be able to help. Um, a ex-soldier. And you received this telegram on this morning. So you decided to pick up uh, Gerald Hatton on the way to Duncan Smith's house. Um, Gerald Hatton, do you want to describe where you may be currently living? Uh, I suppose I'll be living in a beaten up old house in LA, we'll say. I don't really mind myself that much. I kind of keep to myself a bit of a recluse. It's, it, it can't be LA because the, uh, the game is set in uh, Boston. But uh, we right, could say it shit, could be in a kind of a bit of a, a rundown neighbourhood. Maybe one that um, is could be called up and coming. Um, but certainly wouldn't be your choice, Bartholomew, as a member of high society. In a tumbled down tenement on the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> so we put the music back on. <laughs> <laughs> Driving my rather stately car around these neighborhoods makes me slightly nervous, and I just sort of check my my, my pistol in its uh, holster as I drive up to uh, this PI's place of residence. He's not a PI. He's a he's an ex-soldier, um, ex currently mm. probably working as a laborer, um, sort of filling time. A veteran, basically. Yeah. Just think of any stereotype. Neglected veteran. Yeah, he might be sitting on the porch, I don't know. Uh, probably not dressed in his uniform, but, you know, dressed in... He's a he's a respectable-looking gent. Um, let me just find my description of him. Um, Do you have a picture I, you can show I, on I stream? Have, I have a picture. Me. I don't think I can show it on stream, unfortunately. He is pleasant, rugged, athletic. Uh, despite his slightly gruffy attire... He still has an air of authority and uh, respectability, and he's kind of sat on the porch just, taking in the day. You just described Ben. Look at that picture right there. <laughs> I was thinking more of an old huge actor. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the scruff right, anyway. <laughs> well, Ben, you see, you see a rather fancy uh, Chrysler park up in front of your house, and then this suave there you go. Eastern European dandy gets out of it. I've got slipped back hair, pinstripe zoot suits, bats, all the latest fashions. But at the same time, there's something about me that would probably make you think twice. You just can't quite put your finger on it, but you wouldn't just dismiss me as, as some... <clears throat> that's the wrong picture. As just some dandy. My good Can sir, I... are you the acquaintance that uh, our mutual friend told me to get in contact with regarding my uh, current line of investigations. Yes, indeed I am. And you are? And you are? I'm Bartholomew Ormond, good boy. Sorry, I forgot to introduce myself. Where are my manners? Greetings to you. Greetings to you. Good day. Are you occupied at the moment? I'm just on the way to uh, commence a new line of interrogation. I wondered if you were free. I could pay, of course. Sounds interesting. I will. Uh... Ah, yes, but interesting is. What else is there in life other than the interesting? Nothing. It's worth saying as well. Um, Jackson Elias uh, pretty much saved your life in the First World War, Ben. Um, and after the war, when you were suffering from and what now would be called PTSD, um, he pretty much pulled you back together, uh, arranged for you to leave Britain. Um, which you had to do, although we won't go into the details of why just yet, and set you up in America. Um, he's visited you on a number of occasions, but he's a world traveller. I mean, he's he's a renowned researcher, investigator, and journalist, as well as noted author. So his uh, 
time in, in Boston, Massachusetts is, is rare. Um, but the mention of the name is normally a bit of a, 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 a good thing with you. Okay. What was Ben's character's name? Sorry, I missed this. Just so I, if I do I have to talk to him. Mine character. Mine character. Yes. Uh, Gerald Hatton. So, um, you arrive at the uh, Duncan Smith House. It's a, a pretty modern um, suburban establishment. I think we established last time that it actually has real running water and has recently been collected to the, connected to the telephone. Um, you are welcomed in by Duncan Smith, who has replaced the wheelchair with a set of crutches um, and, and, and goes, Oh, welcome back, Bartholomew. I hadn't realised I'd be seeing you any time soon. Um, and who's this? Who's this young man? Uh, you look. You have this, the the stand of a soldier. Pleased to meet you. My name's uh, Duncan Smith. Greeting, Duncan. Greeting, Greeting Duncan. Duncan. Greetings, Duncan. I'm uh, Gerald Hatton. Come in, come in. I'm afraid um, my my maid servant Sally. She's she's um, a bit poorly at the moment, so she's upstairs recovering. So I'm doing my best. Um, come in, come in. Uh, I believe uh, Hector Mayers and Spencer are already here. Um, the Reverend is uh, just upstairs saying to Sally, and uh, you see uh, the Reverend Royce coming down the stairs, uh, looking very pleased with himself. Rebel boy! <laughs> how are we today? Bartholomew, how are you? How have you been these past four months? Good, been anywhere good. exotic? Well, you call a private hospital with attractive nurses exotic. <laughs> and if you call recovering from a sucking chest wound entertaining, I've had a all of the time. Um, despite his jubilant nature, it's worth noting that um, not only is Bartholomew Ormond looking a bit si- more sickly and pale than you're used to him seeing, there's there's an edge to him. Um, something behind the eyes, some long, distant look. Um, uh, I forgot to say, <laughs> whenever you gain Cthulhu Mythos, you permanently lose that much from your maximum sanity. So, Dave, you need to reduce your maximum sanity by seven. Uh, Spencer, I think, was it four? Yep. Okay, you're rushing into everybody's a little bit mental. Rushing into the room, and um, Duncan Smith painfully lowers himself into a large high back chair, um, and or it's a sitting room, not the uh, dining room this time. Come in, come in, help yourself. I believe there's a, a rather fine bottle of sherry on the side. Are you a drinker, uh, Gerald? If you are, could you uh, pour me one, please? Um, Spencer, uh, what what is it here? You've you've called us all here for. You uh, said you had some news. It's good yeah, to see so. you up and about. To be honest, I've uh, been worried about you. Oh, thank you. Yes, I've I've been contacted over the last few days by a a woman who asked me to look into uh, a specific case of a missing friend. Um, now she did mention the occult was involved, and this has sparked my interest. And I would be wondering if any of you would be willing to help me out on this case. Did she tell you what sort of a cult we're dealing with? I've I haven't yet. After our experiences? I haven't yet got the whole specifics, but I will be looking into it very soon. Hopefully with you, with your help. I'm, I'm in. I've got to do God's work now with my new found faith. What is it that she wants, uh, Spencer? She's a... Uh... Did she, did she say any details? Well, she's looking into the murder case of her flatmate. Um, she was... Uh, she seemed quite quite uh, upset and that the fact that no other 
uh, PI agency would actually take the case. Now, this makes me wonder why, and also if this has anything to do with maybe our last running. Uh, did you say this was in, in Boston, or was it somewhere else? <laughs> I can't actually remember. Salem! Salem, Salem. that was it. <laughs> yeah, she said Salem it was in as Salem. As in the witches, Salem. Uh, perhaps. Perhaps that. No, it's in the past, Sabrina. Salem <laughs> is obviously tied to uh, such occult things as witches, but who knows? I don't know if any of the rumours are true. It's pretty close. Um, Salem is uh, about 10 miles northwest of Boston, whereas um, Arkham is 10 miles northeast of Boston. So it's not particularly far. Am I in the room, by the way? Because you said that everyone was there yep. except for me. Everyone's oh, there. So I am there. You live All there. Right, so. You live there, yeah. <laughs> Given the times I would have said something, but I didn't. Because I was like, am I even there? Harold, I'm sorry, Hector... <laughs> Get your stage name mixed up many times. Um, could you just grab me those papers over here? I, I, I think I may know what you're talking about. The uh, Boston Globe from Sunday. Sally's not thrown it out. Would you get it, please? I'm going to go over and pick it up. Um, Bring it to him. He, he flicks through it, um, and he, he seems to be engrossed. Um, so it's up to you guys what you want to do. Spencer, boy, I'm terribly interested, as you know, in all things connected to the occult, but... Our last endeavour together did not end so pleasantly, at least for me. Yeah, again, I'm, you know I'm sorry about that. How is your wound, anyway? I hope it's healing. As well, healing as well as a gunshot to the chest ever does, good boy. Just be more careful with those firearms, but I must say my curiosity is getting the better of me. I'm in. Okay. If this works out well, the pay should be good. Look, I, th I think I've found it. Um, and he, uh, he hands over the paper. It's a copy of the Boston Globe, and it contains a report about the body of a young woman discovered inside the grounds of Fairfax Cemetery in Salem. Um, look here, it says, The uh, grisly murder, discovery, sorry, was made at 4.45am by a passing, it says a passing milkman who saw some sort of light on the grounds. I, I guess maybe a torchlight? Maybe the murderer? Oh no, no, hang on. It says here that the there was no marks of violence and the cause of death was listed by a coroner, someone called Dr. Sarnowski. Sarnowski? Sarno... Tricky word. <laughs> um, it says her name is Amy Hanover. Does that, does that ring a bell? Amy. Amy was the name of the girl who was missing. Then it must. This is the same one. So, there you go. So it's it, it is it is true interesting well that's given us a few leads to look into okay um, so what do you guys want to do can do you want to head straight there um, with five of you you could probably just about squeeze into uh, Dave's can car. I see if I've can I see if I've done it like, obviously I've heard all this taken all in in Salem I assume as as a priest investigating weird occult shit I've probably been to Salem at least half a dozen times in the last six months can I see if I know anything about Rumours of a mysterious light in a cemetery. Yeah, or definitely. Do you want to give me an occult roll? Yes, I certainly do. Occult roll. God damn it! <laughs> um, Salem. I rolled Salem, a sixty-two against Salem 33. itself is renowned for the uh, the witch 
trials of 1692. Um, something which all of you are very au fait with. <laughs> Word of the week. Um, so uh, beyond that, you're not sure. I mean, it's, it's always renowned for kind of dark uh, tales of goblins and ghouls and ghosts and various things like that. But nothing specific jumps to mind. You haven't been there in recent years to do any kind of exorcisms, possessions or investigations. Okay. Shall we jump in the car, yep. lads? Let's do this. Let's go. Yeah, there's a few places I'd like to try and find out, specifically the milkman, and see if we can investigate the scene of the incident. Spencer, dear boy, you sound like a jealous husband. <laughs> Spencer, have you um, any dealings with a coroner Sawowski from your time in the police force? Sawowski, Sawowski, whatever the typical <laughs> name that you might pronounce. I looked at you. With an I look at you in a confused sort of face. Can you try and pronounce that again, Reverend? <laughs> Sawowski. <laughs> Fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> Sawowski. Can I take I a knowledge check roll on that? Um, your time in the police force was in LA. Um, your time in uh, round here. Yeah, I guess I guess there's a chance you may have done a case around there. Let's see what it would be. Um, where's your character sheets? Um, what kind of thing are you trying to find out? Just if you've heard of him. See if like, I have any prior knowledge or experience with someone of that name. Yeah, we'll just call it a, a basic intelligence check. That's the easiest thing to do. Okay. That's top right your character sheet, yeah. Um, Dr. Swarovski, yeah, you've um, you have done some dealings with him. There was another murder um, in Salem. Uh, it was a, a shooting. Husband killed his wife, and uh, Swarovski was the coroner that did the uh, the uh, autopsy and uh, helped the police and also you on a number of matters. Um, he is open to bribes. He is more than happy to give information out. Um, friendly, knowledgeable, pretty uh, friend, good bloke overall. Apart from the bride taking. Well, yeah, a, I know so well. It's more for a PI, so he's willing to uh, give information for a, a, a bottle or a, a bit of money. I know Sawowski. He's a coroner that's helped me out on a few cases. Nice guy, a little crooked, but generally just a great guy who can help you out sometimes. Okay, let's jump in the car. Okay, um, the drive to Salem. Oh, car, sorry. Where to? The coroner or Salem? Coroner. Let's head up the coroner first. Sounds like a plan. Okay, the county coroner. Um, the county coroner will actually be in Salem. The although there will be a main and what major one in Boston. Um, the uh, there will be sorry, and the the one that you want is in Salem. Okay. Are we gonna all go there? Or we might. Do we have two cars still? Who's got a second car? I know Dave has one. Does someone else have one? Or am I wrong? No, I, I, I would assume I would have one. Yeah, you can have a beaten up jalopy. <laughs> <laughs> Good old fashioned Oldsmobile. It'd probably be, you know, like uh, what they call it, the, the original Ford Model T's popular hat. Just kind of chug it away. What year is this again? He's got a horse and car. Um, do you want to stay? Do you want to, do you want to split up the group? I think Spencer more, should like go to the week? coroner uh, because he actually knows him, and uh, maybe 
as a man of the cloth, I, I, I'm okay with going to the hot lady that I dressed with Joe. Um, yeah, I'd say what we'll do is we'll have uh, Bart, um, Gerald, and Mud going to Salem, and uh, Spencer and John will go to um, Coroner. What do you guys think? Sounds like a plan. Okay, should we just have a bit of a, a segue music band? I don't know. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the... It's not quite right, 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 okay. The, uh, the drive across the uh, New England countryside is uneventful, um, although the main road is blocked and you have to cut through a uh, uh, back road through the forest uh, to get there. Um, you arrive... Uh, sorry, I, I didn't hear where the second group going, so who's, who's going where? I kind of missed that. Me and John are going to go see the coroner. Okay, and the Salem. other three? The side of the yeah. discovery. The cemetery, isn't it? Okay. Salem. Okay, you actually have to stop for directions to the, uh, the Fairfax Cemetery because it's not the main cemetery. This is more of a historical place. It's, people haven't actually been buried there for more than 100 years. Um, it's one of the oldest cemeteries in the area. Um, and it's found at the top of one of the tallest hills in Salem and looks across the landscape. And um, despite the fact that we're in April, I think, no, it would have been May, wouldn't it? So in fact, we're in early May, um, the landscape is bleak and gnarled trees fill the uh, the area area and eroded headstone, headstones bay, bear quack. Let's start again. <laughs> Ancient gnarled trees uh, and eroded headstones bear quiet witness to this fact. Um, Many local ancestors, uh, people have ancestors buried here, so uh, some of the gravestones and mausoleums are particularly well kept. However, most uh, are in a sad state of repute. Uh, let me move you guys over to the graveyard. Um, if you scroll down and to the right, um, you will see your character. So who do we have? Is it um, uh, Bartholomew? Gerald and Mud. Mm-hmm. Gerald and Mud. Do you guys can you see your characters? Okay, the old iron gate lies on its side, and the wall is in sad repair. Um, if you zoom out, you can see your way across the graveyard. Um, it's it's not particularly big. Um, uh, to your left, you see a large mausoleum that looks like it's been broken open, and to your right is a, a smaller mausoleum. Uh, which seems to be in much better repair. Uh, the far side of the cemetery seems to have a wall that's been knocked over. Hmm. What do you think we should do, Bart? What do you think we should do, Bart? I um, <clears throat> think I shall observe the tombstones to see if there are any uh, signs of the occult, uh, Masonic symbols, things that might give us an indication of why the body was left here. That is, if the occult is involved in the first place, and it's not just a commonplace rape or mugging. Okay, do you want to do you want to spread your character out to the kind of area that you're investigating? Um, uh, where are we up to next, uh, Harold? Do you want to kind of choose where you're up to? Yeah, now? I want to go to investigate the wall that's broken down, see what might have caused it, because that's really pretty strange. Um, okay, take a move. You can click and move. You can just drag drag your character Which around. Um, do you want to? Um, so it's up. That it's uh, hang on, I'm on the wrong. Uh, roll 20 there, there we go. so if you pick up here the wall is on the far side um, as you're moving across can you give me a spot hidden roll um, ok we'll do um, 
Yeah, yeah. Remember to say what you've rolled. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> rolled a 60. Okay. Um, yeah. Versus 25. The only interesting thing you spot is um, that the the walk across the, the graveyard, uh, you seem to be walking in kind of uh, sort of churned up mud as if quite recently a, a large group of people have done the exact same walk that you've just made. Um, ben, uh, Gerald, do you want to make the same? Do you, where, do you want to choose where you're going to investigate? Uh, I'd like to go and have a look at this uh, tomb or whatever it is on the left. Okay, do you want to um, open your way up? If you just drag your character, okay. Um, again, do you want to give me a spot hidden as well? You open your character uh, sheet? What's that? Do you uh, okay. And then on the top yep. to the right, if you scroll down. Up. There, top right. Yeah. Click the roll. Oh, a spot hidden. Okay. Oh. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit. In Call of Cthulhu. Roll a 3 versus 25. In Call of Cthulhu, there's three uh, types of success. So if you just roll under your basic uh, amount, for you it's, excuse me, 25, that's a success. If you roll under 12, which is half of your um, ability, that's called a hard success. Um, and if you roll under a fifth of your ability, it's called an extreme success. Um, on a spot okay. roll, you've basically just seen through reality and now know. <laughs> 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 okay, you do spot a number of things. Um, this tomb seems to be broken open. Um, looking through the kind of half uh, broken down door, you see that the uh, inside is filled with graffiti, and um, a lot of the walls and uh, in sort of decoration inside has been trashed. Um, you see Hector Mares oh, um, over by the wall. Um, through the wall, you see that there's a number of smaller markers rather than gravestones um, which seem to be buried outside of the graveyard um, you also notice right where you're standing now there is a grave that looks like it has been partly exposed um, so I just pick what I want to check out kind of thing yeah very much right, so, yeah. this is a grave is it just, just you um, is that the grave Jordan? Uh no here Okay. I think I'll check out that grave then. I'll just drag myself over. Yeah, do yeah. <coughs> okay, are you jumping into the open grave? Right. <laughs> <laughs> just check right. balance. Roll for balance. Okay, I'll stand beside it. Your character's dead. Okay. You want you want to leave the room now? It's goodbye, guys. It's very strange. Like, looking at it, it seems like it's out of focus. Like one minute there seems to be. Uh, a slight dip, maybe a foot deep, as if maybe a, a dog or a wild animal has just dug away at it. And then you kind of cross your eyes and reality will blur for a second. It looks like there's a really deep hole going all the way into the earth. And then you'll see again what, you, um, what you've what you seen before as a, a small hole. Can you make a sanity check just as it, you watch this kind of strange transition? Okay. Beware the abyss, for when you look into it, it also looks into you. <laughs> You, um, um, you you kind of kneel down and touch the earth, and it's definitely only about a foot deep. It, whatever you saw was maybe an illusion, maybe a, I don't know, a relic of your hangover, uh, maybe the light playing tricks on you. Sorry, I'm just looking for the uh, sanity. It's near the top, thing. I think. Um, while you yeah, it's underneath your intelligence and dexterity and stuff on the right of character sheet. On the very top. Above your above your skills, yeah. Down, see sanity. Hello. Down. See sanity. Look, we'll see what this character is. Six years down. 
Rise, Rise of Call of Cthulhu. Right. Yeah, this is entertaining stuff, guys. Yeah, it says Call of Cthulhu in the middle, to the right. Sorry, when you're getting used to your Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have okay. I not filled he in your sanity? No. <laughs> 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 that might be why you, you do it. You have no sanity. Okay. Your I player is completely insane. Um, basically, most people <laughs> start with about 50 sanity. So your current sanity will be 50. Um, I apologise, okay. but I think I, maybe I didn't finish your character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> That's alright. Okay. Uh, so I'll roll now. Yeah, yeah. please do. Okay. okay, so I got a 22. Yeah. Jesus Christ, but you're, you you're, you're not at all taking it back. It's, yeah, you know, you're a soldier, you've seen far worse in the war. Um, no, this is just a bit of blurring. No, it's probably just, probably nothing. Um, Bartholomew, you kind of gaze around at the uh, gravestones. It doesn't seem particularly unusual. They tend to, uh, Christian designs, crosses, angels, that kind of stuff. Um, the only thing that's interesting is there are a lot of gravestones from in and around the Salem Witch Trials. You're talking uh, 1692 onwards. Uh, just it's more of an interest rather than anything else. Okay. Okay. And is that the the general gravestones in this whole sort of? Um, no, I mean there are some later. As I said, it's been it was used up to a hundred years ago. So they do, you know, they go right up to 1822, <laughs> but. Uh, it's just it's unusual to see that many uh, gravestones from that time, but I guess being in Salem and being a disused graveyard, it's not too unusual. Uh, in that case, I'm going to wander over to this second building up here on the right. Have a look at it. Okay, the uh, inscription on the side. Let me just make sure I get this right. Is the Crawford Mausoleum? Um, the it is well uh, made. The uh, statues. Uh, and designs upon it are pretty expensive and well done. It is also clean where everyone else, everything else is grown over with moss, leaves, ivy, that kind of rubbish. This is well kept, and the door is uh, metal and has a, a reasonably modern looking lock on it, although not a particularly expensive one. Padlock, I should say. Um, should we go back to so Harold? So what did Bart? I have to make a roll for this wall to see what made it positive or is it just... Uh, just, just what would you be doing? I mean, as yet, you've not really okay. noticed anything uh, unusual other than the walls, walls um, being knocked over. Is there a way to get into the thing that's next to Gerald? Yeah, there's. as I said, the doors, you can see from here, the door is, is being crack, yeah. cracked open and pushed aside. Um, yeah. You could probably so squeeze I'm, I'm gonna through go the in. gap to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, alone. Um, <laughs> it's too late. Yeah, it's done. Too it's late done. now. It's uh. late. <laughs> okay. Um, in, inside is uh, is pretty rank. Uh, you push your way in and squeeze yourself into the fetid darkness. There's a, a smell of old smoke, uh, urine, and you see a number of items scattered around. Um, you see a tin of bully beef. Or wouldn't it be bully beef? Really? That's a bit late. A tin of you know, kind of some sort of beef in gravy, um, you see kind of an old sleeping area um, as I said all sorts of stuff scrawled on the walls um, um, most of it pretty incomprehensible Is it okay for me to call out for Gerald to come in? <laughs> oh god There's beef, come on So I'm going to just beef man um, <laughs> um, I won't require a roll, you're pretty sure this is a, a hobo hideout at least one hobo yeah. has stayed here within the last week I just don't trust it my previous uh, yeah 
encounters with the occult type stuff is yeah, oh, yeah. Have to be a little <laughs> freaked out. So I'm gonna. I'd barge in there if. Uh, yeah. If that's if I can do that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll wander over to the entrance, slightly more reticent than these guys, staying well back and sort of <laughs> peeking in. <laughs> okay. But I'm not going inside. Um, um, judging where your characters are, I'm assuming that's how yeah. far you've walked in. Um, are you using anything for light? Uh, I don't have a flashlight, but uh, Ben might. I don't know. Sure. Gerald might. Yeah. Before I left the house, maybe. Okay, uh, we can go with that. Okay, you've uh, maybe you, you were clever enough to bring one along with you. Um, when you've, I don't know if you played Dungeons and Dragons, that kind of game. It's very equipment heavy. Um, with Call of Cthulhu, particularly in this kind of investigation type scenario. Um, as long as it's reasonable for you to have it and it's within your credit rating, I'm more than happy for you to have it. Um, yeah, my intelligence was quite high, wasn't it? And we were going to do an investigation. Yeah. <laughs> clever enough yeah. to bring us. Uh, yeah. You're, you're a pretty burly man, I'm sure. Uh, you know, His night vision helps him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, as you're, you flick this, the flashlight on and um, you see what, well, the area where the, the source of the, the worst stenches comes from the back. There appears to be, I don't know, a pile of rags, um, something right at the back, which is smelling uh, pretty horrendously. And I think this is a really good opportunity to flick over to the uh, Reverend John B. Royce and Spencer, who have just pulled up outside the uh, county coroner's. Um, outside, there is a, a man uh, smoking a cigarette. Um, he's kind of just leaning against the wall. And in fact, uh, Spencer, straight away, you recognise him as the uh, renowned Dr. Sonowowski. Sonowowski. Sonow. Yo, Dr. S. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of uh, pushes his glasses back and uh, flicks his cigarette to the side and kind of gazes at you both and goes, Spencer, is, is that you? Hey, Wazowski, it's been a while. Uh, what can I do for you? Yeah, just wondering if you could help us with this case. We've heard uh, a case here recently in Salem that a uh, young girl was found at the uh, old uh, graveyard. Just wondering if you uh, still have the autopsy files for that case. Yeah, come in. Uh, normal deals? He uh, kind of goes, does his fingers up like that. Well, I, I, I raise my eyebrow. You old dog, you. I, I slip <laughs> him like a ten dollar bill. Hey, uh, what do you want to know? It's, uh, it wasn't a particularly unusual case. Uh, I can probably give you the details now. It's uh, the autopsy file isn't particularly interesting. What's your interest? What are the circumstances surrounding the case? Well, uh, and he offers you guys both a cigarette and lights up himself. I take one light up as well. Yeah, I take one and light up. Uh, pretty, pretty expensive European brand. Not the kind of thing that most people can afford. Uh, I don't know what you know, kind of black cheroot as opposed to a cigarette with a very strong taste and a very strong smell. Uh, well, uh, she was found up in the. Uh, do you know the old Fairfax Cemetery? Have you come across that place? Not personally, but I have some colleagues who are currently looking into that place. Yeah, it's more of a historical relic. It probably we should probably get rid of those those bodies, stick them in a necropolis, and you know use the ground for something more productive. Um, but anyway, yeah, she was uh, found up there near the back. Uh, 
Don't exactly know what she's doing up there. I can't imagine what anyone other than perhaps the uh, Salem Historical Society uh, might have an interest. But uh, she was found up there by some local guy uh, who was passing by in the morning. I don't know what cord is high, but uh, yeah, no- nothing too interesting there, I don't think. I did an autopsy. Heart attack, I think. Heart attack, you say? Yeah. Uh, people thought maybe, you know, there was torchlights or something, but... If there was, I don't know, unless she was killed by fright or something. I, I, I can't imagine anything suspicious happened. Did the victim have any known previous history of heart, uh, anything to do with heart attack, heart failure, high blood pressure, anything like that? <laughs> no, it's, uh, no, no. She was young as well, I mean, uh, barely 20. Poor slip of a girl. Pretty good looking as well, just your type. I go for something more with a bit of a pulse, I'm afraid, with Elsky. <laughs> he uh, blows smoke into the air. Well, suit yourself. Bodies in the morgue if you change your mind. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, oh, wow. right. this, this went round the Sorry, Reverend, me and Spencer go way back. I, I, I shake my head uh, in disbelief and go... Uh, Mr. Sorowski, my child, um, I've been asked by Amy's housemate to give her the last rites. Um, she was a good girl of Catholic faith. Um, is there any chance I could see the body and perform the ritual? Yeah, I mean, of course you can. She'll, um, she'll probably be in, probably be interred in their local cemetery pretty soon. I think the family are due to fly in, sorry, uh, train in uh, either today or tomorrow and get it sorted. Um, you, you're more than welcome. Um, the, the funny thing is, though, I mean, do you know anything about Fairfax Cemetery? We it's got don't graves. know a lot, to be fair. Can you share anything? Can see why you became a reverend, reverend. <laughs> um, no, it's a uh, well. People in the area think of it as being a bit of a a funny place. Uh, talk to any, talk to my gran, talk to any grandmother, any elderly person around here, and they'll tell you stories of ghosts and goblins. They'll talk, tell you about kidnappings. They'll talk to you about half children, babies being stolen and replaced with horrible things. People, people don't go up there. It's uh, a pretty, pretty grim and dark place. Um, I mean, there was a murder there, probably a few years back. I can't remember the details, but it might... I don't know if it'd be linked back in... I don't know, 30 years ago? I mean, it's before my time, but you might want to look into that. Is there any files anywhere that refers to this graveyard? Any any history that we can have a look into? Yeah, if you want to... Uh, he kind of does his fingers again like that. If you want to have a look through the files, I'm sure we can come to an arrangement. Come on, Wazowski. After everything I did for you last time. Okay, yeah. Come inside. We can sort something out. Okay. Uh, let's okay. let's go back to the uh, the boys in the graveyard. So you are at this graveyard. Uh, so who's inside? Who's outside? Uh, Bartholomew's decided that uh, discretion is the better part of valor, and is waiting outside. Okay. Uh, the you see kind of flashing lights from inside 
Um, and what are you two doing? Are you going to approach this strange bundle of rag that is creating this awful, awful yep. smell? <clears throat> yep. We're going to hold hands while we do it. We've got to find out what it is. Okay, let's move ourselves. Maybe I should have joined this little party. Okay. Let's do this. Um, at first, uh, the, the rags appear to be, I don't know, uh, filled <clears throat> with kind of like a big, it's like a big bag of meat. Uh, certainly, that's what the smell is. Um, you pull the rags aside, and you realise that this is this is the hobo. Um, he must have been there for a number of weeks, and he needed to make some sanity checks straight away. Um, okay. Roll the forty-eight. And unfortunately, uh, uh, Ben, you failed oh with your seventy-nine. Um, you need to lose for me three sanity and you let out an involuntary scream and stare uh, wide eyed at the uh, um, at this body I should probably say there's a few things that um, change with sanity that have, they didn't come up last time so we didn't really discuss them but if you lose five or more sanity in one go um, you basically become temporarily insane and you roll the dice to find out what happens um, it could be anything from um, you run away screaming to you start attacking everyone around you um, and you'll normally gain some sort of mania from that temporary insanity. Um, <laughs> if you lose a fifth of your total sanity in one game day, then you gain a permanent <laughs> sanity, or a, a, a pretty serious sanity, uh, mania anyway, and we'll, oh, we'll discuss that if and when it happens. So I'll just change this to 47, is yeah. it, myself? Yeah. Um, try and keep an eye on them, because for some reason the roll 20 seats don't seem to be saving numbers. My, my seat oh, saved it. I don't know, maybe... Maybe we'll uh, check next time um, so we can see it. Keep you, Ben. Keep your keep your max at fifty, and you're, then you get the one beside it goes to forty seven. Just so you know, you can regain. Definitely. This is the one in the middle at fifty. Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I'm not sure what the one on the right is. Okay, so let's move on. Um, you you kind of pull aside the uh, the rags, and uh, do you want to have a bit more yes. investigation of this body? No, investigate. Are you doing a kind of more medical uh, investigation where you want to find out how it died, or do you want to just um, search his pockets? I want to search his pockets. Okay, um, he's a hobo. You don't find too much. You find a pretty old box of matches, um, a fork, a pretty grim old rusty knife, um, and you find $5 um, in assorted Yoink. rather grim bloody yep. bills. Um, the bills were clutched in its hand. Um, and you notice that all the fingers have been removed. Now, looking closely, it looks like they weren't cut off, but they look what? like they've been chewed off. And even a cursory examination seems to show that this corpse is covered in bite marks. So I'm probably going to assume this is some kind of animal. Uh, well, you'd think. The bite oh, marks shit. look okay. human. Um. <laughs> and you kind yeah, of take a sort yeah, of jump I'm back as that. you see this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is there anything else in the area like on the floor around him? Um yeah, do you want to give me a spot hidden if yep. you're gonna carry on searching the area? Yes. Do I think they've they've searched this place pretty well and I'm I'd be comfortable going in now. If if you want to cut in at any time, please do, yeah. We're not doing initiative order or anything like that. Okay. 
Okay, uh, um, before we do, because Howard obviously just rolled 13 against 25 for <coughs> his spot hidden. Um, you find in the other corner another pile of rags, and this seems to be a much, much older corpse. Um, it's basically a pile of bones. Um, the bones look pretty chewed upon. Enter Bart, right. <laughs> Enter Bart. Right. <laughs> so, gentlemen, what have, what have we discovered? Is it... Uh... Can you <laughs> can you make a sanity roll as you see these uh, this disgusting? I haven't entered yet. I'm asking. What's <laughs> oh, in no, there very first. sorry. One must prepare oneself mentally. There's a hobo in the right corner that looks like he's been eaten by humans, and uh, in the left there's just a pile of bones. Yep. Eaten, you say? There's just a pile of bones. The most composed guy in the history of the <laughs> crime scene. I have brown pants. <laughs> I can be just standing it on my staring. <laughs> How terribly odd. Uh, very well, now I'll, I'll enter. I'll compose myself mentally. And, uh, <laughs> very not a That's working, Dave. Not a fucking hope, is that working? Yeah, so uh, like, oh well, that's Sanity odd. check! Sanity check, please. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way give to a, work give him a plus give him a plus two yeah, for, for his composing because I know last time not, you, you did lose quite a bit but at the same time because you completed the scenario successfully you were <laughs> oh sweet Jesus <laughs> Dave rolled an energy against 53 um, you, you people kind of near their max when you guys lost stuff I lost about five or six, but I'm like the most sane man in all of Boston with eighty. So you've lost two sanity, Dave. Uh, so you, you, you're kind of, and you let out an involuntary little yelp as you uh, weren't, although you mentally prepared yourself, you weren't quite prepared to see this bag of chewed meat that used to be a man. I survived the war, and this gives me the heebie-jeebies. Oh dear. Okay, uh, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to stay investigating this, these corpses? We didn't check out the on? corpse with the... Uh, that was just bones. Or just to see what was going on there. Um, I wouldn't say it was a corpse. I mean, a bit of closer examination, you think there's... It's mainly just sort of a few bones, like maybe a limb, um, perhaps what's left of an arm, uh, maybe a few kind of... A foot with, uh, uh, again, bite marks across the bones. And there's certainly not a whole body here. And it is... Primarily bones. There doesn't seem to be much rotting flesh or any rotting flesh. You reckon? Can quite I check a the, the floor and walls? Can I want people to die. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean the uh, the light from Ben. I'm assuming Bartholomew's electric torches. Uh, pretty bright. Yeah. Um, despite the floor being covered in crap um, and rubble and stuff. <laughs> um, it, there doesn't seem to be an, an entrance to anywhere, but if you want to give me a spot hidden roll, uh, you definitely can. And that's the same mm -hmm. with anyone else who wants to do that. Come on, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'll supply the I rolled a 58. I rolled a 50 when I needed a 45. <laughs> Find this fucking bats, we are. <laughs> okay, uh, you're pretty sure there's no entrance here. Um, and the smell and the, the kind of closeness of inside is making you feel pretty ill. Um, so you quickly evacuate into the uh, May sunshine. Um, let's flip back to the coroners. So you've uh, you've investigated um, Mayor... What's her name? Sorry, I've um, got to go back to my pages. Amy Hanover's body. Um, cursory glance. 
seems to be as the doctor says. I don't know, Spencer or Reverend, do you have a medical skill that you want to try and roll against to do your own auto? I have a come on, Chris. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a four against one, come on. What? <laughs> and the crowd goes wild! <laughs> She's definitely dead, Jim. But not as we know it. <laughs> Uh, so I start like going through the last rites, but not really caring because like I don't know if this girl wants the last rites, and that she could be Muslim for all I know. Okay, she. Uh, um, meanwhile, while, the uh, while I hope that Spencer assesses what's the story. Okay, what's the uh, the coroner's kind of looking through his old papers, going, "The guy that was here before me was an absolute idiot. No filing system. Look at this. 1901. What's next to it? 1902. No. 1900. No. 1853. And he's a uh, kind of swearing and getting rather cross he still has his cigarette in his mouth and you notice that there is a sandwich leaking some sort of paste across one of the files so uh, despite his uh, reticence and annoyance he's not particularly good himself in fact you wonder if perhaps it's him that's messed up the files um 1853 what what why is there a case from 1853 well i don't know What's, why there's a case from 1853 where should that be next to 1854 next to 1902 no Anyway, um, after about ten minutes of him shouting and swearing and throwing papers all over the place and not actually refiling anything, just putting it back where he probably put it in the first place, he finally digs up the record he's looking for. While he's doing all this digging it out, can I try and nick the 1853 okay. file? Do you want to give me a... Uh... slide a hand. So I'm doing, my, I'm doing my little ritual. I'm going to try and slide my hand and take it. Um, uh... you know, out, out under my, my Christian garb. Sweet uh, I got a 44 versus 45. Yes. Can I wipe off the sandwich paste before I pocket it? The, the cassock hides many things. Wow. Okay, you've, <laughs> yeah, you've, you've managed to steal the file for 1853. Um, we'll, we'll discuss that when you get a chance to look at it. Um, he does eventually okay. find the uh, the file he's looking for. Um, and he, he holds it up. Here you go. M. Haggerty. Have a look for yourself. Who wants to have a look first? He kind of slams it down and starts eating his sandwich. I pick up the case and I start browsing through it. Okay, um, it talks about someone called Professor Haggerty. Um, let me see if I can find his first name. John, I think. Professor John Haggerty. Yeah, here we are. Um, he was discovered um, outside the walls of Fairfax Cemetery. Um, there's brief uh, details of the autopsy and brief details of the, pr- the police report as well, which is a bit unusual for uh, the county, or maybe not actually, uh, the county coroner's office. Um it said that the body had been uh, bothered by wild dogs as it has a number of bite marks on it um, and they think that possibly the cause of death was blood loss um, it also has an address um, in Salem for a Mrs Haggerty what, um, what year is this? Um, 1893 so that's like nearly... 30 years ago. Yeah, almost 30 years ago. Yeah. Address for Mrs. Haggerty. Okay. That's if she's deleted um, that address. Can I... Excuse me. Do it like... So, obviously we're standing over Amy Hanover at this point. Can I, like, look her over and see if there are any visual marks? I know it's suspected heart attack, but can I just... Even though I have no medical experience, see if there's anything they may have missed. So you said it. Like, I don't know, I'm looking under under fingernails, see if there's ear lobes, like... Behind her hair, is there anything possibly yeah, that I can spot? Yeah, give me spot a spot hidden, in. Is um, you don't notice any any major details, but it does seem unusual that there are a number of cuts and scrapes upon her hands, as if she has been, I don't know, moving something heavy, perhaps. 
Seems unusual, okay. uh, seeing as her hand is pretty callousless. Okay. Can I straight up ask uh, Wazowski if there is anything like suspicious on the body? If if there was, you know, was it just a heart attack? Why is that considered normal for a girl of her age? He kind of he, he's eating with his mouth full. Well, um, to be honest, it happens. Um, I. I'm not really sure what your interest is in this case. There's nothing particularly suspicious. She was 20. True. She was up at the Fairfax Cemetery. True. She had a heart attack. True. Other than that, there's not really a great deal I can do. The police have dropped the case. Um, nothing on the body is suspicious. I don't know. What do you want to look for? I don't know. Some sign of poisoning? Maybe... Uh, uh, maybe there was the goblins. Maybe they killed her. Maybe they frightened her to death. Whoa! Wait, there's a rumor of goblins in the area. I I, I roll <laughs> my eyes. Do a bit of withering look. Investigate these goblins. Um, <laughs> come on! I, I nod to Spencer. Uh, I I finished my ritual. I think I I'm ready to go. I I nod and look back at Wazowski. Well, thank you for your help anyway, Wazowski. You've been useful as always. Okay, should we uh, move back to the... Uh, um, I'm going to say that you, um, both of you, do you want to have... If you give over your um, spends for the day, so I think it's $10 each. Um, back to the cemetery, is there anything else you want to go to? Gentlemen, we are left with something of a conundrum. Should we inform the authorities regarding these corpses, or keep it quiet? I must say, in our previous endeavours, we've come under some suspicion, of course, with no validity in, in fact, but nonetheless, this type of investigation does leave one open to misinterpretation well, if we had any problem the with the authorities, I'm pretty sure I could handle it. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I do believe I heard tales of your um, endeavours. But I think it's probably the smarter in. choice. Um, what do you think, Gerald? I think it's probably the smarter choice. What do you think, Gerald? Sounds good. Stay quiet. Stay quiet. I do want to uh, have a look at these outside gravestones of the outside ah. of the wall, though, before we leave. Really? More gravestones? Right. I'll move over. Yes. <coughs> Lead the way, good boy. Okay. Um, you step out of the graveyard and... It's almost as you cross the threshold from hallowed ground to unhallowed ground, you feel a sudden chill. Um, you move aside the uh, the kind of undergrowth which has really taken over this area um, and you see um, 12 small flat stones now they are too weathered to read if anything, if they ever had anything upon them that's now gone but the centre stone which is <coughs> has a small bronze plate attached to it uh, the bronze plate is green with age but you can just about make up out an inscription um, the grave says, Grave of Mercy Booth, Daughters of Salem Historical Society, 1901. Um, the, where it says Grave of Mercy Booth, that's uh, in a much larger font. The Daughters of Salem Historical Society, 1901, is much smaller, almost like maybe they put the plaque mm. there. And the other stones? Okay. Um, weathered and unmarked. 
No symbology or any further indication. No, I mean, they, it's possible they're just stones, or you could think they were just stones if they weren't um, pretty embedded in the ground and lined up reasonably neatly. <clears throat> Very well, I'll make a note of this name. Perhaps something to inves- investigate further. Definitely. Okay, can we um, maybe re- re-adjourn yep. together as a group? Can I can I read the eighteen? Can I assume while I'm driving to meet them at whatever area? Read on. Did I read the eighteen ninety three? Okay, file you've actually thing? grabbed the entire file for eighteen ninety three. So this isn't this isn't. Oh Jesus Christ! This isn't one thing. This is a, a big. <laughs> I thought it was a case. Is, this man. is a year. Cases that is basically the entire Salem record for eighteen fifty three. An amazing pickpocket. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <brother. laughs> I'm carrying a bookcase on my back. You have it under your robes, and it's like bulging out, and you're like. Like nothing to see here. Happy to see me, Montagnol. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's lots of things that happened in 1853. Um, quite a lot of people died. Um... <laughs> Fuck this game. Is there any the one that the sandwich stain was on? Was that an 1853 one, or was that just generally a file? That this was that file. I, you, you suspect it's um, this is just his, as he said, slovenly. Um, uh, filing system. Uh, you doubt it was the guy before him. You think that this guy just has no ability or no wish to file anything, <laughs> and it probably randomly pulled this file out for whatever reason. It just lay on the side. God damn it! Is it oh, I thought there was How long? How long would it take me to read it? Like for anything on Fairfax or Hannity? Um, if you if you want to if you want to skip through it for the for the next few hours, you could definitely do that while other people kind of investigate things. You could stay in this speakeasy. Um, thanks for that. Priest in a speakeasy. Sorry, gotta love it. We, yeah. Oh, is, is there any point in me reading this file, guys? I could do this file while two of you go somewhere and two of you go somewhere else. My sanctifying influence again, Reverend. Is the year of the file actually relevant to what we're looking for, though? Is there going to be Not actually really. anything in it? You never know. No. He's just taking a step in the dark. At this I suppose, point. yeah. <laughs> I, really thought it was be like, I thought it was a huge win for us. Now this is a pain in my arse. Yeah, uh, you may have to lose some time <laughs> for stealing the uh, <laughs> record for a year. Thou <laughs> shall not steal. Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the record, and maybe I can, I can. Um, Blackmail Swarovski, I think he's lo- whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, I think um, you, you can permanently yeah. lose one sanity until the file is returned. <laughs> Fucking get <laughs> okay. with guilt. <laughs> and that's without a push roll. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, re- I regret I'm gonna nothing. go see uh, the uh, housemate of a- the hot lady. Did I did I catch her name the first time? I was told the name, wasn't I? Um, I'm see. pretty sure you told me. <laughs> you I, 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 I do have a name for her. Um, I'll, I'll go with you. I'm dancing with me. That old boy, accompany me to track down this society. Yes, Rita Carson. Let's do this, Rita. Rita Carson. Daryl, old boy. Sorry. So we say we've got Owen or Royce. Are you going to stay here and investigate the file? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll stay investigating the files. I'll do the most boring job of this thing. Yeah. While, it, while they go as two and two, I'll just sit and watch and drink whiskey. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I should get an actual book. I can roll for this. <laughs> I have whiskey here. I see an actual book. Well, if only I gave her XP, but you know, it doesn't happen in this game. So we've got um, uh, Ormond is going to the uh, the daughters of Salem Historical Society. We've got Spencer going off to see Rita Carson. Um, uh, ben no, and uh, Curran. Yeah. Mud is joining Spencer. I'm going with Bartholomew. Or Bart. What, what do you like to be called? Bartholomew. Oh, Mud. Bartholomew. <laughs> <laughs> right, Bart, let's go. <laughs> okay. Where's the English accent, Ben? Sorry? Where's the English accent? It's, uh, Come on, give me a re- I want to hear the reason. I, hang out, a, I hang out with a lot of Irish people in Explained America. Explained well. Like a true role. <laughs> I guess <it> rubbed off. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's, uh, let's do Spencer and Harold. So you, you head to the uh, the address given on the card. Um, as you pass by, you see a um, uh, an old boarding house. Um, it seems to be very old, very traditional Boston build, or Salem build, I should say. Uh, New England build, let's go with that. Um, outside it says, uh, The Witch House Accommodation, Rooms for Rent, Cheap and Historical. Um, at the end of the street you see the uh, block of uh, modern flats, uh, modern for 1922, um, where Rita and the late ha- Amy Hanover used to stay. Um, looking up at the window you can see uh, a shadow uh, moving around against the window. Uh, looks like uh, a female form is getting dressed behind the blinds. I think we should um, <clears throat> go to the door. <laughs> what? Did you bring your binoculars, old boy? Wait here, watch. Like I said before, I, I step out of the car, finish looking at and I'll light a cigarette and then slowly walk over to the door. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. You uh, walk up the stairs. The, uh, the the front door's open. You led up to the back to her apartment and knock on the door. And the uh, you're soon uh, the door opens and the uh, the beautiful Rita Carson um, opens the door. Uh, she's dressed in a robe and she looks a little flushed. Maybe she's out. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> the podcast you can't see. Joe is. Currently, nice. yeah, using his cam to have a pink wig. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a pink wig. <laughs> 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 can we all lose? <laughs> 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 so can I? Can I terminal? Joe in drag. So can I? Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Be serious with this. Let's go back. So, Spencer, it's good to see you. I'm glad that you. Uh, come to my aid in my hour of need. Yeah, I'm uh, come charm in. Her. Who is this fine chap? This is. Uh, and then she kind of looks at you and goes, "Oh my God, it's you! <laughs> I've seen all of your movies. Pleasure to meet you. This man. is Hector Mayes. Come in, come in. She, it's always uh, good to meet a fan. And she strolls in. Always good to meet a fan. Um, make yourselves at home. I'm just going to uh, throw on something more comfortable. And uh, she walks the back of the room. And she's got one of those, um, I don't know what they're they're called, but you know, those kind of folding, uh, sort of almost like room dividers. They're about... Privacy screen. Yeah, she goes behind it and it's kind of partly see-through. It's a screen. screen, And uh, she throws her robe over the the edge and uh, it's hanging over the edge. And um, 
and you can kind of see her arm poke out the top maybe she's obviously getting changed behind it um, on the table is a, an ashtray full of cheap cigarettes and uh, a half empty bottle of cheap bourbon can you describe the room a little bit more um, it's a pretty cheap flat um, two bedrooms lead off and a small bathroom um, there's very it, it's not tidy um, there's various clothes strewn over probably Rita's judging by the, uh, the style and the cut um, there's a door open to one side um, which is probably Rita's again judging by the, the mess inside uh, another door is wide open it's a, a very clean tidy room um, you can see just through it there's a typewriter um, a number of papers a small book and uh, a closed wardrobe I think I'm going to go into Amy's room <laughs> um, I'm just going to see if you're spotted doing that. Uh, let me see, she probably won't be because she's behind there. Uh, no chance. So, uh, uh, Spencer, uh, what have you found out about uh, my uh, old flatmate? Well, a couple of things. Did uh, Amy ever have any history of uh, heart complaints, uh, high blood pressure, anything like this, maybe? Hey, no, of course not. That's why I called you. She was my age. She was 20. She didn't have any underlying medical history of any sort. Hey, I don't know. I've uh, only known her for a couple of years, but in that time, she, she didn't even drink. She certainly didn't smoke. She was very disapproving of me. And, um... She seemed fine. She worked hard. But then what journalist doesn't work hard? True, true. Do you know anything of her past cases? Any any history you can tell me? Anything that may shed some light on this case? Smallest detail might be vital. Um, she comes out from behind the, uh, the screen and um, she's dressed... Uh, <laughs> well, she's dressed... <laughs> <laughs> Double down. <laughs> um, damn. Uh, meanwhile, let's just go to uh, Harold Mudd. You're uh, you're in Amy Hanover's room. It's pretty Spartan. Um, she's there's as I said, there's a Remington typewriter on the side with a, a piece of paper loaded into it. Unfortunately, it's blank. Um, however, there is a notebook to one side. Um, is there any um, number of papers pushed drawers in the it. desk? Is there any? Um Okay, right. Um, I want to uh, use no, the library. It's, just, it's a table. I need to just go through that. Okay, right. Um, I want to use the library. Yep. Okay, you can flip through 10. it now. Do you want to give me a quick library use? I know. Needed a 31. Yep. I rolled a 10. Wow, so that's a, a hard success, right? Um, immediately as you open it, you flick on the right page, which um, it seems to have two facts. The first one, uh, which seems very familiar, is the name Mercy Booth which is the uh, the same name as found upon the uh, brass plaque or the did I say brass yeah the brass plaque on the grave um yeah. underneath it are the numbers 14 12 and then yeah. L 14 uh, no, one number like 1412 and then L okay um and then going to move back into the uh, into into Spencer and the broad <laughs> Yeah. Okay, she's like uh, Spencer's on the couch. Uh, I don't know, looking comfortable. Yeah, looking pretty comfortable. He's got his arm uh, almost round her. She's sitting on the side of the Ooh. couch, and uh, they seem to be kind of whispering sweet nothing since to each other, mm. each other's ears. 
Um, I, well, that's all I can tell you. I don't, I don't think I know anything else. Now, I, I hate to say this, but uh, Harold, can I? And she, she go crosses right over the room to you and puts her hands upon your chest. I'm gonna use charm and so you can have a bit more than that. Um, charm roll sixty-one. Fuck! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> 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 Oh, damn. <laughs> you had least charming fucking word. 15 terms. You genuinely have a charm. You genuinely have a charm. She uh, slaps you across the face. I'm not that kind of lady. No, I have to ask you both to leave. I don't know. I didn't make the numbers. You're less charming than me. I'm a priest. <laughs> now we know why you got thrown out of Bollywood. You fuck. Before I leave, I... I... Hand her one of my cards and say, "You know where I am." <laughs> oh, he's so much smoother than you are, Karen. <laughs> and on that note, I think we'll call it a day. Uh, if you're interested and you've enjoyed your experience, you can check us out on Facebook at How We Roll Podcast and Twitter at HWR Podcast, and on Twitch TV on our bi-weekly games. 